Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. You have offended this podcast and you have offended the entire movie making community. And welcome to part two of the podcast. We're going to pick up here where we left off yesterday. If you'd like to become a patron and get all of our episodes in full on Sunday night, you can go to patreon.com slash you have offended this podcast. Support at any level there. We have levels that start at just $5 a month. We'll get you all of our full episodes without this pitch to the patrons on Sunday night in full. Remember, you can also go to offendedpodcast.com. You can go there, buy some merch. That'll give you something cool, and it'll also give us a little something to keep the lights on over here at You Have Offended This Podcast main headquarters. Check us out on our social media. At Twitter, we are at YHOTP. On Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube, you can just search You Have Offended This Podcast, and you'll find us there. You can interact with us there. We'll answer your questions. You can give us movies that you'd like to see, favorite scenes, favorite actors, actresses, anything like that. We'd love to hear from you. So check those things out. Please become a patron. If you can't do that, give us a rating. Give us a review on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you download your podcasts. That's a huge help. Or at the very least, if you could just tell a few friends about us, that would be awesome too. Thanks very much and enjoy part two of the podcast. Happens to be the place where a murder took place <laughs> so it's uh it's just bad bad circumstances for the bumbling fools this billion dollar microfilm forgery fiasco is taking place here <laughs> so yeah the two the two uh the two bumbling fools here aspirin and strepsil are divvying up the money and they want to throw the passport away but they're like no 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 save it for pan save it for pandal panadol whatever his name is uh he could he could maybe use it and we cut now to the apartment of Pandal. And I, dude, I immediately thought we were, we cut to like fucking time bandits or something. Like the way this apartment is lit. Yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah. all this machinery and he's got this like headset, weird ass looking headset thing on with the lamp and he's working on his shit. And anyway, some thugs come in here. Some former customers break into his apartment and start chucking him around. And dude, they chuck this dude around. In this apartment. Oh, yeah. They basically show up and accuse him because this person in the crew is the guy that makes all the forgeries of passports and whatnot and, and guns. And uh, these guys show up and they start straight kicking the shit out of them. <laughs> and what's hilarious is, you know, in some of those houses where you have a door and then you have that that window above the door yes. that slides open. These guys toss her grenade in, <laughs> right? And he's just like, oh, I make replicas like this all the time and tosses it back out the window in the hallway to where the guys are. And then there's this huge fucking explosion. <laughs> like it's so, it's so cartoonish because then they kick the door in and start beating him up when they actually would have been killed by the shrapnel of the grenade. So <laughs> right. like, that's why that's why if I have any criticism about this film like it's it's this story is just a lot more silly than the main story. Yes. So when when our cops are doing their cop things, it's real and it's believable and these guys while they're funny, I probably would watch a film with just these three guys being stupid. I think it just kind of throws the tone off a bit for me. So Yeah. While while this is going on, I just wanted to see more ass kicking. You know, it's a bit back and forth. And we mentioned before when we did Rumble in the Bronx how it's it's effectively a live action Looney Tunes cartoon, and that's what this is. Whenever these bumbling morons are on on screen, it just turns into 
goofiness. And it's it's not that it's not enjoyable, because it is. I, I do enjoy it, and like you said, I would actually yes. watch it. It just, it's weird tonally with the other storyline. But I will say that they the these thugs are basically saying, which actually is a plot point, so we should bring it up. They have like five or six of these revolvers yes. that he made. And he's like, these ones look fake. Uh, they don't look like the real one. And basically, so now they've got this series of revolvers with, we'll call it five fake ones and one real one. And he's saying, oh, well, of course, I've, you know, like these, these are just as good. And it's important to note because that becomes a very important plot point at the end of the film. Yes, very much so. So Pendle is getting his ass just beat by these three guys, like legitimately <laughs> chucked around and pounded. And as these guys are beating the shit out of him, his two buddies, Aspirin and Strepsil, start to come home and they hear his ass kicking in progress and they start acting like cops to scare these by these guys off. The three guys get freaked out and they want to leave and they chuck this rope ladder out the window of Pandal's apartment and they start leaving to escape and Aspirin and Strepsil come in and as they're climbing down the fucking building... Pandal is like, okay, have a good time, motherfuckers, and like takes out this machete and chops the fucking rope ladder off, and you see these motherfuckers yeah. fall from the second story. <laughs> yeah. It's nuts. It's, it's a really good fall. Yeah. And there's some comedic stuff in there, like when everybody's trying to leave, like these guys are leaving and Pandal's still in his apartment, and he's on the floor and he's like, uh, uh, let me go first. I'm not a fast climber. Yeah. You know, like, there's some there's some funny moments in there, but yeah, he legit takes out a cleaver and just starts chopping the rope. <laughs> and he's not he's not even like panicked or frantic. He's just like chopping this rope with the cleaver, like he's just having a good time. He doesn't it's, care at all. It's actually quite funny. <laughs> no, no, he's just like, so long assholes. Like it's actually pretty funny. It's really good, dude. I was laughing because this apartment, we're going to come back to the apartment later when Mr. Dick comes in, when, when, uh, ABQ comes in here. ABQ? Is that right? Yes. ABQ. ABU. Yeah. Asian Benny. ABU. Yeah. We're going to come back to this apartment later when ABQ comes in here and starts trying to kick the shit out of Pandal. This apartment is set up. I, re I read a review of this movie and they said that, they said that Pandal's apartment was designed by Buster Keaton. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I thought it was perfect. It's really funny. Yeah. Anyway, so these guys here, Aspirin and Strepsil and Pandal, are divvying up their money trying to put it in their lockbox because they are trying to put money together to save to buy an apartment for their quote-unquote old man or their old master, who we will meet in, in short order here. They're trying to put it in a lockbox, and Aspirin and Pandal are going back and forth, bickering and bickering and they have clearly known each other for a long time. They're old friends, and Aspirin and Pandal always fuck with each other, and Strepsil is more than tired of trying to break up their stupid little quarrels and shit like that, and he's kind of over it. So we get a little backstory on these three here and what's going on in their lives and why they're friends and what they're trying to do with their petty thievery and theft and shit like that. Yeah, it's... I mean, I, I do like the fact that, you know, when a film does take the time to kind of flesh out you know their characters and their motivations so it's it's not bad it's not bad at all but i again i just i just prefer the the action crime story of this yeah oh, me too me too this whole crew is basically back together again this is kind of like the uh the big trouble in little china crew where 
when you see all of these people in this film, all these these guys are basically in Millionaire's Express very soon, which we're actually doing later this season. Almost all of these guys were in Wheels on Meals. Uh, almost all of these guys were in Twinkle Twinkle Lucky Star coming up in the next year. Like this crew follows each other around because it's all the same old hung Jackie Chan crew. So they mm. know they can all do stunts. They know they can all hold their own. And uh, it's it's good, man. These guys know what the hell they're doing. The guy that plays Pandal, Sweet Hark, is a very well-known producer, director. He's he's listed as a special guest, I think, in the credits here. He directed the whole Once Upon a Time in China series. Yeah. Uh, later on. So he's really, really good in this. And again, he came up with the uh, the film workshop production name in, in Hong Kong and produced... Uh, a Better Tomorrow, the John Woo film, A Better Tomorrow with Chow Yun-Fat. Like, he produced that out of that uh, production house. So he's been around forever. He's a, a really, really well-known guy in Hong Kong. That's amazing. Like, you know, and, and everybody in here, like, you know, you said Michelle Yeoh's second movie. I mean, she goes on to have an incredible career. Unbelievable. Like, absolutely incredible. And you can see, like, you know, sometimes when you see an actor when they're first on the scene and they're a little rough around the edges and raw, like if this is her second film, like she's a fucking pro, like she's right on point and I really enjoy it. But our next scene, we get the uh, introduction of our, of our villain. And as soon as he popped on screen, I was like, that's Shushane from the big boss. Yeah, Just kind of keeping in, keeping in frame with what you're saying about, you know, like everybody working together for years. Like, you know, here's a guy that's, that was in films with uh, Bruce Lee and, you know, the big boss and in fist of fury. Like it's really cool to see him in there. Cause I was, I was stoked. I didn't know he was in this film. Yeah. And he was in the prodigal son that we did. He's in millionaires express twinkle, twinkle. Like he's in all these other ones as well. They are not playing around with this film. They want you to know he's the bad guy. He's literally introduced with a fucking pipe going, <laughs> like this yeah, evil yeah. laugh. Yeah. <laughs> it's he, amazing <laughs> he fucking hams it up for the camera and i love it like oh. he throughout the film throughout the film he just he just has that evil laugh and even even references it it's so meta he's just yeah. like i just like to laugh no <laughs> like, he's just just i just really like to laugh he's over the top like uh, cht in big trouble in china no i'm sorry yeah, no in, yeah very much in so. uh which one am i thinking in of? mortal kombat no 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 well, you're talking CHT? I'm talking CHT. Oh, if you're talking in uh, Showdown in Little Tokyo. In, oh, Showdown in Little Tokyo. I guess. Where he's over the top. Or or you could, you could go Mortal Kombat too, right? He's over the top like that. It's amazing. He's awesome in this. Uh, I think we go back to the station here for a minute with that uh, scene with Michelle Yeoh for a, a tiny bit. Uh, talking about, you know, the murderers and the, the cops are trying to talk to her and stuff. Yeah, I think that might be the I think that might be the scene where they first reference that because he was Scottish, they're sending another detective in yes, from Scotland. Yard. That's right. I think they just kind of plant that seed because it's a short scene. And that detective that's coming that we don't know yet, of course, is uh, Cynthia Rothrock, who has in, in short order here. One of the best introductory scenes I've seen in a long time, <laughs> dude. That's that's what's so excellent about this film. Like they, they're like, okay, let's introduce these characters, and they did that whole bookstore armored car as a way to introduce Michelle Yeoh. Like, okay, not only can this girl slam books closed on dicks, but she can also <laughs> stop armed robberies. Uh, and then, of course, they do a great job at introducing Cynthia Rothrock. So it's really, really well done. Tremendous. Yeah. We see uh, Strepsil here seeing in the paper that the guy that was found dead in the apart- in the in the hotel had uh, ties to Scotland Yard. And, oh, my God. 
and they're now looking for this microfilm and he he wakes aspirin up like hey man look at this this is crazy like we're in big trouble here we we we're, you know we got to do something and they he kind of freaks out a little bit and he realizes like oh my god if this happens if this happens and if this happens and this happens well that's a lot of ifs um maybe we're okay and aspirin's like fucking calm down just <laughs> relax <laughs> yeah yeah but we we get the introduction of okay this might be bigger than just a little petty robbery here and just a little point of note there while while he is actually making the fake passport it's revealed that behind the photograph is the microfilm so what's the name of the drug i almost said paxil it's not paxil what's the name of what's his name (laughs) panadol or pandol (laughs) yeah pandol i was like paxil that's not right (laughs) pandol pandol actually uh has the microfilm but does not realize it does not because they're bumbling crooks offbeat comedic scene here at the hospital yeah where Okay, explain this. The The nurse comes in, the, bo- the boys are like, it's Sammo Hung and Richard Ng and one other fella who's at the old man in the hospital here, and they're watching the nurse come. And they're like, oh, here she comes, here she comes. And when she comes in the room, they like incapacitate her a little bit and take the food that she brings in. They bring it over, put it on the floor, they take the lid off, and it's a whole fucking chicken that they start to tear at like dogs. And the nurse is like, hey, hey, you can't have oily food. Like, why would she bring it in the room? I... Yeah, I don't know. That makes I no think, sense. I think that we probably lost a lot of the translation because my subtitles were really fucked up. Like the subtitles yeah. that I had on this, like a lot of them like did not make sense. They were like the matron ordered the chicken and they were, you can't have oily food. And he was like, oh, okay. And then they spit it out. Yeah. But then the three boys come in here, Aspirin, Strepsil, and Pandal. And Samo Hung is their master. I think they just call him old man in the movie here. But they bring him what he tells the nurses are biscuits, fruit, and water. But the biscuit tin is filled with chickens. <laughs> they all go over yeah, and they yeah. all get the chicken they, anyway. <laughs> they love the chicken. Yeah. They love that skin chicken, boy. They are into it. Richard Ng, I should mention, the guy that plays weak heart, the guy that's like, oh my God, I have a weak heart. That guy, his his name is also credited sometimes as Richard Wu. That dude is still acting as of 2020. He was in a movie called A Moment of Happiness in 2020 so he's still up and kicking around so shout out to richard ng yes shout thing. out like he's playing the old man in this film that took place in 85 so good right? for him good for <laughs> yeah. good for you sir we will also see him in millionaires express later this this season he was in wheels on meals he's been in twinkle twinkle like again part of the crew that was in this this run of movies there goes that uh uh, fictitious claim that the oily chicken is bad because apparently it's pretty goddamn healthy. <laughs> pretty healthy. My man's still alive yeah, and working. Yeah, he's so. <laughs> still alive and working. He's not. He's not alive and in like an oxygen tent or an iron lung. No, he's alive and fucking still acting. So good for him. So now we get the tip off of the passport number that was stolen. Potentially is being used uh, to get out of the country or something along those lines, and. The fake passport is used here at the airport by this wide-eyed, crazy guy at the airport. Yeah, who's not doing a really good job at acting casually at all. Like, if uh, you no. want, if you were to say, "Hey, pick out the paranoid criminal," like you would pick that guy out every time. <laughs> I love that his his photo in the passport looks like is someone he... sticking something up his ass. Like, oh, yeah. like... <laughs> and I think he's wearing the same fucking clothes, but. This is where Michelle Yeoh shows up, and goddamn if she Dude. not dressed fucking slick 
And she's dressed slick, and holy shit, can this chick fight on screen? She fucking starts throwing kicks, like really good kicks, like just amazing. And our director is doing all kinds of great shots. He's doing wide shots. The criminal actually does a thing where he dives over the counter, and he's got a camera pointing down. Yeah, like from the top. For the, yeah, for the top. It's really great. And they're basically chasing this guy through the airport. And this is where we see some of the fucked up, like. They throw him down the stairs. He's rolling down the stairs. And this, this is, is where insane. Michelle Yeoh does the flying fucking drop kick, like from 20 feet. I don't even know how she did it. Unbelievable. It's, it's, it's not even one second of film. And I was like, oh my God. Yeah. Like she does a, a drop, a double drop kick down like a, a, an eight flight stair case. Down. Like, holy yeah. shit, dude. Yeah. Like, first of all, you're standing at the top of a flight of stairs. You run, you jump down the stairs, and you're mid-air doing a double drop kick. <laughs> like, so you're obviously getting quite a bit of air, and then you kick him, and uh, it's great. But this is where we get probably the fucking coolest introduction, uh, the second cool introduction in the film. The criminal uh, decides to take a hostage and grabs a woman around the throat who happens to just be Cynthia fucking Rothrock. <laughs> he, he takes the worst hostage he could possibly yeah, yeah. take. <laughs> like, which is like, okay, let's just slow down for a second because he comes up behind her and he's grabbing yeah. her around the throat. And all the cops are standing there saying, let her go, let her go. Cynthia Rothrock from a standing fucking position. <laughs> While wearing a blazer and and dress, not a skirt, a like a full-length dress, throws her fucking leg up straight, bends her toes back, and with a fucking high-heeled shoe, kicks this <laughs> motherfucker in the face who's standing behind her. It yeah. is fucking awesome. Homeboy's, homeboy's face is behind her on the side of her right ear. And she kicks him in the face with her left leg. <laughs> like, yes. cross, wop up, cross body behind her. Like, it's fucking mental. It's awesome. Like, they basically do this thing where they had, like, they had to. Like, they slit her skirt right, like, right up to, to the, the waist. Right to yeah. the hip so she can have the room to do it. It's almost like she's wearing, like, a hakama in some senses, right? Because it's just so loose. Yeah. But she just fucking throws up and hammers the guy and then does it like a i think she does a throw i think she does like a like a judo type throw over her shoulder she does a sidekick on this dude that's so fucking hard yes like and then she does that jump off the wall roundhouse kick which is insane yeah it's 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 crazy good it's crazy good and then she yeah she throws him over the railing and not only throws him over the railing over the railing and down a floor Yes, yeah. <laughs> where he lands. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. it's really good, man. Like I just really love the way that he grabs her and she's just like bap 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 bap, just like fucking mops the floor with him, and just like hi, I'm I think Carrie Morrison or is her name or Carrie Morris, something like that. Yeah, uh, you know I'm from Scotland Yard, and they're like Carrie all Morris, right, yeah, you know let's uh, let's go. So I thought it was I thought it was a dope introduction scene, and 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 again. That whole sequence is so fast. Like, whether they're running through the airport or running down the stairs. Like, there's a scene where they're just running through, you know, where they have that that cheap, shitty airport seating. And yeah. Buddy is running, and he's basically hurtling the chairs. And Michelle yeah, it's like Yeoh like that old O.J. Simpson commercial. Yes, yes. And <laughs> Michelle Yeoh is hurtling these fucking chairs behind him. And she's, she's fucking running. Like, Robert motoring, Patrick... Yeah. 
Terminator 2. Do you remember when they told yep. him to chase Eddie Furlong on the motorcycle and Robert Patrick had <laughs> Robert Patrick had been working out so much that he actually was catching the fucking motorcycle? Like he was working out so much. Like he took that shit serious. Like, you know, Michelle Yeoh took that shit serious because she was fucking hurtling rows of chairs and it was fucking great. It was glorious, man. It was awesome. Yeah, it's really good. And then they go back to the, the station house here, and this guy that they caught is like, I'm not telling you anything. Shut the fuck up. I'm not telling you shit. And Michelle Yeoh tries to be like, all right, whatever. Uh, you know, we'll do it your way. You can tell me. I'm going to find out eventually, and gives him some tea. And then Cynthia Rothrock comes in here and kicks the fucking tea out of his hand <laughs> yeah. and is like, your way sucks. Don't be nice. Yeah. Try it my yeah. way. Your way blows. Yeah. Yeah. And she takes him into this dark interrogation room and fucks this dude up. <laughs> okay. So... Firstly, yeah, because she's like, yeah, you're being too soft. I'll fucking beat the answers out of him. And then they, she takes him to a room that's completely black except for the door, right, that has bars in it. And for some reason, there's a fog machine. I, I legitimately don't care. I actually fucking find it really cool looking, right? So there's basically awesome. just one spotlight on the guy. And Cynthia Rothrock is just sitting on the desk and <laughs> behind her is like the little bar with windows on it with light shining in and smoke coming in. So like they really, really went for like this atmospheric thing. Cause everything else is pitch black and she just starts hammering this guy. <laughs> like it's, <laughs> it's, it's not awesome. It's not like she's just slapping him around. She oh, is no. fucking, she is like fucking delivering like front kicks and he goes flying <laughs> into the fucking wall. And then she comes in and you know how she does those fucking right crosses and right hooks. Oh, she's yeah. just like, whack, whack. It fucking hurt me watching. <laughs> it's so fucking great. She's just like, talk you piece of shit. And she is just working this oh, asshole. It's fucking great. She's beating great. this dude like he touched her kid. Like she's yeah, not fucking yeah, around. Yeah. <laughs> Where'd you get the fucking passport? I ain't telling you shit. Slam, bam, like just. Well, she says fucking... something to him, and she says something to him, like she lights a cigarette for him, and he says, "You're so rude. No one's gonna marry you." And she smashes the cigarette <laughs> yeah. into his face with her hand, yeah. like, "Pop! Yeah. I'm gonna fuck you up!" And then she just straight kills him. Like <laughs> she, she is fucking laying a beat down on this guy. <laughs> That's so like, fucking awesome. It's a believable ass kicking. Like she yeah. is, she's got this dude in a tie clinch just pumping knees yeah. into his guts. Yeah, she's like, <laughs> when the other two come in and like, hey, hey, he's dying. Like you're killing him. <laughs> the best thing is she's not even giving him a chance to speak. Like no. she's like talk. She's just a sadist who wants to kill him. <laughs> then she just starts beating him to death. Like he probably would have given some information, but you you were stopped by Michelle Yo. Like, she was just gonna beat him to death there was no chance that this guy was gonna be able to give up anything because he would have been fucking murdered this is how we do it in scotland yeah it's called a scottish it's, biscuit yeah, that's how we roll yeah, yeah scotland's got its own martial art it's called fuck you it's mostly just headbutting and kicking people in the face when they're on the ground put you on the 19th hole that's what i'm gonna do yeah so yeah i love this beat down man it's just fucking great Oh, it's awesome, dude. So the, the, they put this dude in a <laughs> in a, a car and they send him off somewhere. And Michelle Yeoh arranges it so that he escapes. Like he's, they, a flat tire, quote unquote, happens. And this dude escapes. And Cynthia Rothrock is here. And they, Rothrock and Michelle Yeoh, I should call them by their character names, uh, Carrie, Carrie Morris here and Inspector Ng, are going back and forth 
with Morris being like, I don't think you're doing this the right way. I think you're fucking wrong. And she, she basically, Ing says, you, we're going to fucking kill this guy. What the fuck do you care? Like, <laughs> Yeah. And that concludes part two of the podcast. Come back tomorrow for part three. If you'd like to get the entire podcast on Sunday night, you can go to patreon.com slash you have offended this podcast. Patrons get the full show Sunday night without any ads. If you don't want to become a patron, you can go to offendedpodcast.com. Buy some merch there. That'll get you something cool to wear and rep the podcast you know you love. And we get a bit of money, too, to help us keep the lights on here. Please follow us on social media at Twitter. We're at YHOTP. On Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube, just search You Have Offended This Podcast. You can interact with us there. Leave us your favorite movies, your favorite scenes, any questions you have, anything like that. We'd love to hear from you. Please rate and review us wherever you download your podcasts. Ratings and reviews really help us, particularly on iTunes if you could. That would be awesome. Make sure to tell your friends, family, loved ones, and hated ones about this podcast. More listens mean more downloads means it's better for everybody. So thanks very much for helping. Come back tomorrow for part three, and we will be back in your ears very soon.